Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi! Hi! Shannon's power posing. I don't know why. I have had a lot of cough medicine and elderberry syrup, and apparently tomato juice is supposed to be really good for a cough. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. So if you hear my voice sound weird, it's because I have an endless supply of cough drops in my mouth at all times today, because if not, I sound like I'm dying. There you go. And that's my introduction to welcome to the Poor Charles 411, all about Taggart. Mark is Taggart. I guess we're supposed to say, but he's just Taggart. So we are so super excited and I am going to give Amanda this one time pass on spoiler. <laughs> I had to what? I know you did and I had to. It has really helped our show. See? So You're welcome. Yep. You were just too excited. I couldn't let you I was. Well and do you know what's crazy too is that there is a girl on Instagram. Only one Tracy. Her name is Tracy Cruz. She's an amateur artist who loves drawing those who inspire me. I mean, it's been really quiet that he was coming back. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think I saw any spoilers until I told you. you that was one. But when you told me and then I Googled, everything was from that day. Yes. Like there yes. was nothing released before that. And I follow him on Instagram. Like mm. I had not seen okay. him do anything. He commented something about a great audition or something like that, but I don't think he had auditioned for this. Right. But she had drawn a picture of Rael Andrews like weeks ago, but she had drawn, look at these. You need to check out she's her. She's amazing. You showed me her the other day. She's Yeah, amazing. that's right. I did. I sent it to you, but she does absolutely, she does some colored, but she does absolutely gorgeous. They look black like photographs. And white. They don't they look do. like drawings. But she had done some, some of him. She's done a lot of him actually. And so that's why, why would you not want to draw him? 
So I kept thinking and I was like, did she know that he was coming back? And the rest of us didn't. But seriously, follow only one Tracy and it's T-R-A-C-Y, no E, Tracy Cruz, great art. Yeah, she's very talented. Very, very talented. And she's done a lot of pictures of Rail Andrews. That makes me jealous. I have no artistic ability Uh -uh. whatsoever. My mom would still talk about this bunny that I drew when I was seven. (laughs) She's like, it looked like it was about ready to leap off the page. And I'm like, that's great. Must have been a one-time deal. (laughs) Right. It was on one of those, remember those little pink pads that we would get that were like the wax? Oh, yeah. That it would have, like, that film. Right. And, and you just threw. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then you lifted the wax. Yep. Yep. Got it. Because that has everything to do with Marcus Taggart. <laughs> but anyway, so we are going to share with you about Marcus Taggart because he's been gone for 17 years. Wow. So there is a really good chance that a lot of our listeners. I don't like when you do math because I was watching YouTube and uh-huh. I was coming up. Like 2000, 2002, I was like, it was only yesterday. that long ago. And then you do the math and I'm like, holy cow, that was so long ago. Yeah. It's, it's not fun. It's not. We're not that old. So Amanda's going to get us started. All right. Marcus Taggart grew up in Brooklyn where he got into trouble. He then met a kind police officer who happened to be Sonny Corintho's stepfather, Deke Woods, who took Marcus under his wing. Because of Deke's attention, Marcus turned his life around and became a policeman himself. And anyone who's watched General Hospital knows we hate Deke, but if you are a newer viewer, you don't know the whole backstory. So Shannon's going to give us that real quick because without it, the whole relationship between Sonny and Tiger doesn't make any sense. Right. Or it does because Sonny is a mobster and he's the police and Tiger's the police, but But Tiger has a special vendetta against. The depth of this relationship right is more than business exactly you know so we're gonna do our first ever mini 411 and another 411 so deke woods is officer timothy deacon quote deke woods is a fictional character from general hospital he was married to sunny corinthus's mother adela and although he was only shown in flashbacks, he is one of the most influential characters in sunny's life he got married to adela when sunny was about seven and three weeks into their marriage, he started beating both Adela and Sonny. To outsiders, he appeared to be a nice guy and was a well-respected police officer. But behind closed doors, he continuously beat and verbally and emotionally abused both Adela and Sonny. He often locked Sonny in a closet, which is what caused him to be claustrophobic. Yep. Sonny now distrusts the police since Deke, a so-called good guy, was two-faced. A cop on the outside and a raging wife and child beater on the inside. Sonny was 16 when Deke beat him for the last time. Sonny fought back and almost killed Deke, but Adela stopped him and told him to leave. But without Sonny there to take the beatings, Adela became the focus of Deke's violent rages. Deke met Marcus Taggart when Marcus was a child. Marcus was a troubled kid and Deke was someone he could look up to. Deke was good to Marcus and made him want to become a cop just like him. And Marcus did become a cop, and he was Deke's partner when he was a rookie. Mm -hmm. Then, one day, Deke beat Adela so badly that he put her in the hospital, but being an unscrupulous coward, he pinned the blame on Sonny and told Marcus to go after him. So he he said that Sonny beat his mom. Yeah. Sonny is a great many things. He's a cheater. He's a liar. He's a mobster. He's a coffee importer. (laughs) But he does not. No beat women no he's never laid a hand on any of the multiple women he's had i know i always go back to her and i feel like it's because she's the only female mob boss did he ever touch faith 
I don't think so. I don't maybe, think so. Maybe, like, grabbed her, like, like grabbed her wrist or like, something, hey. but he never beat Exactly. Her. Not saying that any physical aggression is okay, but I, the way I think of someone who beats someone Correct. up, there's, like, black and blue marks in there. They need to be hospitalized. He's never done anything close to that. Okay. I agree with you, and that's, man, I think just for the amount of time that I remember Faith Roscoe, we just need to do a whole thing on her. Yes. And so this is when Sonny was making his break, and it's like Marcus was kind of filling that void of Deke's, quote, son. Sonny was starting to see Joe Scully as more of a father figure. Right. So Sonny told Joe Scully, the local mobster who took him in after he left home, what happened, and Joe told him to be out in public the next night. Yeah. Alibi. (laughs) Deke was in an alley in Bensonhurst investigating an anonymous tip from an informant about a string of burglaries. Scully put a gun to his head and took Deke's gun from the holster. Deke identified himself as a cop. Scully pressed the gun to the back of Deke's skull. Scully finally spoke, I know who you are and I know what you are. Joe then attached the silencer to his own gun. He stepped closer to Deke. You're a pig and I don't mean a cop. You're a coward passing for a man. Deke was now nervous. Vince knocked Deke to his knees and Scully shot Deke in the forehead. Scully then fired one more shot into Deke's chest. I think that's symbolic, isn't it? Isn't that? I think that in... I don't know. I'm sorry. I think in all the mob movies that I've watched, I think that the way that they shot him is a symbol of something. Okay. The next day, Deke's body was found in an alley, shot in the head and the heart. Okay. The... There you go. Marcus blamed Sonny for killing his mentor and partner and vowed to get revenge. Deke's abuse towards Adela eventually led to her early death. His abuse towards Sonny and Adela continues to cause Sonny great grief. Deke was a great influence in making Sonny the man he is today, claustrophobic, manic, verbally abusive, and distrustful of cops. And if you want to see a really good throwdown between Sonny and Taggart, we're going to link it in our show notes to two, two YouTube videos. Did you watch them? I believe I did. And it's from Jen J yep. videos on YouTube. They're labeled G.H., Sonny, and Brenda, but then in parentheses, it says Sonny confronts Taggart part one and part two. That, I honestly think, would just fill you in on exactly everything. So much emotion is in there. And one thing that I did put as a little side, I really miss the sound effects from when they're on the harbor. Yes. You can hear the harbor when they're standing there. Why don't we do this anymore, guys? It's the little details. I I will buy you a white noise machine. (laughs) Amazon Prime. I'll get it there in two days. One day, sometimes. One day, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Depends on how much you're willing to spend there, Shannon. No, sometimes they just do it one day now. Depends on what time you want. I was going to say, I thought that was the more expensive. Mm-mm. But okay. No, I've gotten really weird stuff the next day. But so that's everything about Deke Woods, which really gives a full. Yeah, because if you don't know that, then you just think that Taggart's a jerk. Correct. So back to Amanda to fill us in on the rest of Taggart. <laughs> Don't you hate when you're listening to a great podcast and suddenly you're interrupted by an ad? I know. Thank goodness. Stitcher lets us listen to our favorite podcasts like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, and many more ad-free for only $4.99 a month or $34.99 a year. Go to stitcher.com slash premium to sign up today. Use promo code PEER54 for one month free on us. He was devastated when his mentor was shot in an alley and determined to get revenge on the alleged murderer, Sonny Corinthus, like you said, just Mm -hmm. because that was who made sense that would have killed him. In 1996, Marcus moved to Port Charles and got a job at the PCPD. He then took it upon himself to persecute and harass Sonny every chance he got. His vendetta with Sonny had gotten him in trouble on the job on more than one occasion, 
He even got involved romantically with Sonny's cast-off, Hannah Scott, which I totally forgot about that. So did I. And so the only I person I remember him with is to be mentioned soon. Yes, I completely forgot. And then I saw them, uh-huh. and I was like, oh, yeah. Before that, he had a soft spot for Sonny's first wife, Lily Rivera Corinthians, and her death via a bomb meant for Sonny just made Marcus hate Sonny more. I don't remember how he knew Lily, though. If you watch those clips, there's a lot of talk of mm-hmm. how, and you can tell he cared for Lily, but I don't know how he knew Lily. I don't think, I don't think it was even romantic. He I think that he her. just really, like, she was sweet. I mean, she was a nice person. Yeah. And it was more probably of a, what's this girl doing with him? Yeah. Not necessarily. I really didn't. I never picked up on okay. if he had romantic feelings. I just her. couldn't remember if they had met previous to Sunny or how that all worked. Because of his fondness for Lily, Marcus allowed Juan Santiago, Lily's son by Miguel Morez, we have got to do fallen ones. I know. These people, that he was given up for adoption to become his ward. Then Marcus' sister Gia turned up in Port Charles. She had been attending Columbia University, but decided that wasn't the life for her. She dropped out without her mother's knowledge and took a job as a nanny to a couple who lived in Port Charles. When Marcus found Gia, Florence decided to move to Port Charles too, so he so she could be near both of her children. Both Marcus and Florence Campbell rent apartments in the Brownstone owned by Bobby Spencer. I miss all the Brownstones. I know. Too. I loved all the storylines. Like, I just wanted to live there. Everything happened at the Brownstone. Mm-hmm. And then you grow up and learn that that's just the name of a style of house. <laughs> right, but back in the, the day, the way was, they made it the Brownstone. Yes. Yeah. It was like an apartment, just one building, yep. all apartments. Marcus lived in the basement apartment where Felicia Jones used to live with her daughter. On May 8, 2003, Marcus was forced to move out of town by Scott Baldwin. On January 17, 2020, Marcus returned to town and argued with Sonny over his return. Which we already said. I think that it was so crappy of him to go talk to Mike. I didn't like the way they had him return. And we talked about this on Monday's recap, though. We need to figure out... So, obviously, we're taping this before we've watched the next week's shows. So, we don't know what has happened this week. Monday through Wednesday. Right, because we don't want to spoil for anyone else who also catches up on the weekend. Right. And, I don't know, we just need to see where where it goes. Yeah, I'm just saying, from Friday's episode, when he showed up and started questioning Mike, and then if you go back and watch the YouTube videos, there's many instances where he's talking really nasty to... Jason about how Jason is brain dead and he can't remember and he's too stupid to figure out whatever. You're not anyone listening to this that doesn't see the whole picture of Taggart is like, why does Shannon like him? He's a jerk. Okay. (laughs) So I do want to address that because someone's like, I can't like him because he's against Sonny. And you can't do that. I feel like I don't like that he goes after Sonny. I love the chemistry that he has. Yes. And yeah, he is a jerk. But guess what? I'm sorry. Sonny can be a jerk. <laughs> I love him. And but... it makes sense the way that their relationship is. Because you see both sides of it. You see tons of people that they hate each other. And when mm-hmm. you ask why, their stories are completely different. Mm-hmm. Because they both got a story from a third person that's lying to both of them. And that's kind of where the Sonny and Taggart I just... relationship's at. And he's a good big brother to Gia. He is, you know, and so, yeah, I know always something so smooth about him. And like we've just talked about, Taggart is the one person who can get to Sonny where other people can't. He has intimate knowledge of his personal life, from, but from a different perspective. True. 
So it's almost as though he's actually Sonny's brother and they're just butting heads because, and remember, he's seriously obsessed that Sonny deals heroin. Right. Which is like, ridiculous. Repeatedly. Mm-hmm. And heroin is absolutely an epidemic. I don't remember it being as big of an epidemic. I knew that it was not a good thing in the nineties. Right. But for him to be so all about mm-hmm. this heroin. I think it was in the bigger cities. Yeah. Maybe. We're kind of sheltered. They, you know what? They always say Pittsburgh gets it last. Yeah. Which is funny, but it's the truth. Yeah. Because, yeah, I, that's a whole other, <laughs> that's a whole other podcast. But I did want to talk about that Riel Andrews was the originator of Taggart, but he was temporarily played by Matthew St. Patrick in 1997. Oh, okay. I don't think I even remember that. That's how much Taggart is Taggart in that's my okay. brain. And, yeah, it was not good. I'm sorry, Matthew St. Patrick. I'm sure that you're absolutely fantastic in everything. That's a hard character to replace. He has a definite... He's got that swagger. There you go. He's got those muscles. Shannon may have a bit of a crush. If I just off. might. <laughs> All right, so there are some things that... Oh, we forgot to say what resources we used. Uh, General Hospital Fandom is what we just read for both Taggart and... But there were some things missing. Yes. And you had found an article on Soaps in Depth. Yes. Soaps in Depth basically says the same thing that I just read, but they put a little snippet in here that says, dating assistant DA Dara Jensen, Taggart feared he would lose her to Justice Ward, who's another character that we miss and love. Mm-hmm. But in the end, he lost her to her job when she couldn't find time for both in her life. And then it goes on to say about in 2000 is when Taggart's half-sister Gia Kimmichael showed up. So, nothing. And it talks about why Scotty sent, and I'm always going to call him Scotty. (laughs) But it says, although he remained determined to bring down Sonny, Taggart felt Scott Baldwin was going too far and using illegal methods to achieve the same goal, wanting to get Taggart out of the way. Because this is when Scott was a dirty DA. Oh, yeah. D.A. Baldwin set him up in his campaign to get rid of dirty cops and forced Taggart to relocate to a police department in Portland, Oregon. So that's where he's been. Isn't but that then, where Spinelli is? Yes. Why do we? Okay, so France and Portland are your only options if you leave. And Canada. Sometimes they go to Canada. But those are usually just brief visits. They don't stay in Canada. Claudette was from Canada. But she was from Canada. She didn't go back there. It wasn't like they shipped her away. But, and now we've learned... That he also had a stint in the DEA mm-hmm. and was Jordan's partner. Yes. Do you think that he was romantic with Jordan? Based on what we've seen so far, I don't think it's throwing up any red flags, but I would not be opposed to hearing that they have some kind of a past. Perhaps. Because when you're undercover, I mean, that's just an intimate. Right. So we were talking last week about how you play on Instagram and YouTube all the time, and that I've been playing on Facebook more often. So I found this person called General Hospital Snark, and okay. everything they put is hilarious. And it's just basically the stuff. Is that it a we group or is it a person to follow? Two different people. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. There, there is the Snark, and then there's Snark Junior, and they are two friends. They sound similar. To oh, us. so it's not mother daughter? No, not from what I've read. No. Okay. And so they, um. I've been watching for years. They've been doing this for seven years. And every day after they watch the episode, they put up a little snark about what they thought was funny. So we could totally be friends with them. <clears throat> totally be friends with them. So if you have not found them yet, 
General Hospital Snark on Facebook, and it's at GH Snarky on Twitter. Perfect. So you can follow all of their snarkiness. So on Friday, when Taggart showed up, they put, Taggart! Exclamation point. This was a development. Who knew the best way to bring some much-needed new energy to the show, they would have to bring back all these old faces. And then in parentheses, it says, and of course, I mean old as in classic GH. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but Taggart showing up as Jordan's partner made Jordan almost interesting. Almost. And I was like, yes, that's the way I feel, because she's been getting so boring. She has. So boring. And, yeah, we'll just leave it at that, because this is not about Jordan. It's not about Jordan, but it's definitely going to bring some life back in to her character, hopefully. By I wonder having... if it's going to cause some friction between... I don't, I don't know. I don't know if they were romantically involved, and this is going to cause issues, because I think Jordan is boring on a good day and curtis recently i mean she used to be a little bit more i never really liked jordan but curtis always brought some spice to everything and he's been kind of blah lately too so who knows we need to step it up on i wouldn't be opposed to taggart's throwing a couple stirring the pot a little bit here yeah making it more soap opery for us yes so but anyway yeah follow gh snark so funny I could stay here and read them for days. I know I was bombarding you the one day that I found them with, read this, read this, read no, this. No, it was funny. So I loved it. Funny. So check them out because they will give you your daily giggle on GH Ridiculousness. Awesome. So I do have a couple of fun facts because we are recording this on Wednesday. So we're releasing this tomorrow. Right. But on today's episode of That's Awesome with Stephen Bradford, they interviewed Rayelle Andrews. And fun fact, so if you remember, and when I was watching some of the older YouTube videos, he would often call Jason Quarterbrain or Anger Boy. Yes. He actually came up with those nicknames. Oh, that's hysterical. So they were not scripted. And Bradford did say that most of, if not all, of the nicknames that he has come up with the characters, Mm -hmm. they were scripted. So Bradford Anderson did not come up with Stone Cold and Fair Samantha and Maximista and all that. But oh, that's disappointing. Rayelle Andrews did come up with quarter brain, which is that could not be a more mean, but appropriate, mean, but so appropriate because he had brain injury. Yeah. And when he came was the year that Jason became Jason Morgan. Oh, okay. Right. I didn't real, I he think came in 96. Now that you say that. Yeah. But I, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the exact close. timing. It's I don't not. know if he knew Jason, Mor- Jason quarter main. Before he was Jason Morgan. I'm sure that he didn't even if he was there because Jason Quartermain wasn't getting into any kind of trouble. No. It would even register for him. But the timing of it is all perfect because it would have been fresh. Yeah. Just mean. Yeah. A good mean name. And he has a son named Marcus in real life that is 18 years old. Aww. So I'm thinking he's probably named after his character. He did not say that or not. But... 18 years old means that it was, he was born a year before dad left General Hospital. Right. So, that's so cute. Some coincidences lend themselves to huh. nice fun facts. I have not listened to their interview with him yet, but I had a lot of driving videos. around to do today. So wow. I got, got it done. I was very excited to wake up to that this morning. <laughs> and on another side note, just because he also did do 1998 Nurses Ball, he did Jailhouse Rock with he and Dara played inmates, and Lucky and Liz played the cops. I still remember that, yeah. And he talked about it on his interview today about how he's like, I don't sing, and Dara did, Mm -hmm. and so is Jonathan Jackson. Right. 
So it was really the two of them singing a lot of it, but he did do a kind of like spoken sing songy part of it. Okay. But then he quote played the harmonica. He's like, they had me dancing. He's like, that's not me. <laughs> but he did it. Yeah, you should look that up if you have not watched well, it. That was good. We're going to link that on our show notes Perfect. on YouTube. So whatever you're listening to, you can just click the little information and the links to the YouTube videos that we've watched as well as, well, yeah, the YouTube videos that we watched. And also we do put articles that we've read and other fun things that we've mentioned. Typically we put them in our show notes so that you can go ahead and check them out also. But on a side note, because I was watching, I did get stuck. In one rabbit hole. Oh, no. But it's a good one. Go ahead. It was a scene between Mike and Brenda. I think I watched that, yes. And it was, she was coming to talk to Mike, or talk to Sunny about something else. And Mike's talking to her about getting back together with Sunny, even though she's married to Jax. And I was like, you know what? When Mike passes away, I yes! really hope that they bring back Brenda. I had that exact same thought, for real. I had that like, exact same thought. Vanessa Marcel needs to come back because they did have a really good relationship and I seriously I had that exact same thought when I saw them talking she was so sweet and he cared for her and they were adorable absolutely everyone loves Mike so that needs to be a big funeral that's gonna be really sad but when the time comes and that has nothing really to do with anything that we just talked about for today's 411 except for the fact that if you watch YouTube videos you could also get lost in the How Xander and Elizabeth uh-huh. got together, too. I found yep. myself watching that because at one point Elizabeth was kidnapped and Jason had to team up with Taggart to try to find Elizabeth. And again, a bunch of YouTube videos. You can watch it and catch up on it. But as part of that storyline, she was trapped with Xander. And I was like watching it intently and then had to remind myself, that's not what we're doing today. Go back to Taggart. And I was looking on Soap Central because we talked about this when we decided to talk about Taggart on today's 411. And when we looked online, there's not really anything written about him. He was not really the lead in a storyline. Right. He was a part of many Mm storylines. And so I did go to SoapCentral.com and started searching through their recaps. I'm sorry. I dropped the ball on it. I just, that was going to be a lot. Yeah, no, I feel and not like... in the short amount of time that we really want to get this out because he's here. He's here and you need to know this about him before we go any further. So, but I mean, he, he and Mac found out that Leslie and Laura were alive mm-hmm. first. You know, I mean, he was a part of so many different stories. Yes. Oh, and Gia almost killed Liz with that car accident. Oh, right, 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 right. You know, and he had to choose between sister and job and all that. So, yeah, we could really get lost. Yeah. (laughs) But we're not going to. Nope. But we're so happy he's back. Yes. Are you as happy as I am? I'm not as happy as you are because I am waiting for the rest of the storyline to develop. Because, like I said, if you just took what we saw Friday... And the majority of the YouTube clips, he's not a very nice person. I don't, I didn't say I loved him because he's such a nice guy. But I loved his chemistry yes. with the everyday people yes. back then also. So I, I need to see all that. And then I'll be as excited as you. Yes. Because, I mean, he just, he brings a level of, and I think that's the thing. I mean, we love Chase. Yes. But Chase is a goody two shoes all the way around. For the most part. Yeah. Tiger, he, he crosses Tiger's the line when school. it comes to Nell, like when he was doing that whole thing with Michael about framing her. Yeah. But I think that's as, as deep as, dark he's gonna go. Yeah. as we're going to get. Yeah. Which to is, go. 
great. Taggart's just that's what you cool. want in your cop. Exactly. <laughs> but Taggart's the good soap opera. Yeah, space officer, and he's he's old school GH, which is what I think everyone's been missing. So. Yes. So. You know, if you have a favorite memory of Taggart, be sure to let us know. Comment on one of our social media platforms. Shoot us an email, peer54podcast at gmail.com. You can leave us a message on our website as well. We'd love to hear some feedback from you. So we hope that you've enjoyed learning a little bit more about Marcus Taggart. Have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.